you know what I don't like about being small? I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't like, I don't like when other little guys think because we the same height, we should hang together all the time. <laughs> there ain't no more bunch of little ass dudes running around Pasadena together. You understand what I'm saying? No, if them little dudes came walking in here right now, everybody be like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Should we make a wish? What the hell? Welcome to the Father State. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. Don't forget that the Father State is now on Locals.com. So click the link in the description to support our work, all right? And thank you all very much. A lot of you are doing that. Thank you. I have with me Doc Willis. He is an actor and a comedian, best known for his appearance on the Bad Friends podcast. Doc, thank you for coming, man. Hey, thank you. Um, let me ask, what's important to you? As far as what? Period. Period. Uh, just being a solid person, man. Being a solid person? Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> in Hollywood, you be dealing with a lot of, yeah, a lot of, a lot of fake a lot of uncomfortable people, so you got to kind of... And I'm from Detroit, so I'm kind of used to the uncomfortable uh, people, you know right. what I'm saying? But it's like, I just, uh, I find it like it, it's, it's difficult for you to be around it, and you, you can find yourself getting lost in it if you don't be careful. So I, like, try to remain solid as possible as I can. And so what is a solid person? How would you define that? Trustworthy, you know, honest, uh, good to people, move, move, move more as like a person that wants to serve and help and move together, you know, together versus every man for himself. Let's just go. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because when you be like that, you kind of be stepping on toes and it's, man, it's, it's rough. So in that kind of business, being a comedian, most people are not solid people. Why did you go into that? Cause, because I just like to make people laugh, man. And I thought, you know, when I was in my 20s, it was something that I really wanted to do. However, you know, I was going through like a, kind of like a depression. Not kind of. I was going through a depression. Oh. Kind of a depression. <laughs> you know, do, you know? <laughs> either you are or you're not. <laughs> yeah. So I went through a depression in my 20s, and then I moved out here to try to get out of that and try to pursue comedy, like, wholeheartedly. Right. So. How'd uh, that going? Man, it's rough. You know, it ain't, uh, I ain't Kevin Hart yet or Cat Williams, but I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. You know? And so what does depression feel like? What's that like going through? Going depression? Yeah. Oh man, it's like uh, I don't even know what to say. It's 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 it's, it's like a, you're walking around and you got a, like a bucket of water just weighing on your chest all day. It's just like a grievous. It's just like you're just sinking in. All this feel like you just came. You're moving, but you don't feel like you move. Feel like you're stuck and shit. Oh yeah. Oh, I cuss my and, bad. No, that's fine. Right. No, that's fine. <laughs> uh, and so, are you over that now? Yeah, yeah, I got over it in like around in my mid thirties. Oh yeah, and yeah. How, how did you get over it? Uh, through my mother and going to church. So like, I got heavy into religion, and then uh, I think that the that plus my mother coaching me through and helping me see some things that was kind of not kind of that was that was actually the the, the triggers for it. Oh. You know, uh, one being my father had committed suicide when I was 17. 
and me and my my mother, we found them in the basement. So that kind of that was the main thing that like sparked it. Wow! So you walked into the basement, and your father had already taken his own life. Yeah. What would it like to see that? Were you just how did he do it? You know, it's it's it's, it's crazy because all he had to do was stand up. So he just hung himself from the basement ceiling and just dropped his knees wow. and didn't stand back up. But he could also all he had to do was stand back up. And so you walked in and saw that. What was your first impression? What did you think? Well, here's the thing. The I don't even have a good visual of him anymore because my mother was standing in front of me. And like the, the way I can explain it is like we were going down these stairs to the basement. You know, get before we hit the bottom, and then when she got to the bottom, then I got to the bottom. She was like, and then she was like, "Look at this!" A dog doodled all over the basement, and I looked down, and then she looked up, and when she was about to say, "What are you?" And then when I turned to look at him, all I could do was like, like this. It was like a, so like he's sitting in his chair, it's like a bang, because she screamed so loud, it was like, all right, she pushed me. Oh. So it was like a boom, boom. So it was so fast that I couldn't even grasp that what exactly was happening. Because I, I was talking to her, I was like, it looked like he was standing, what was going on? I was like, I couldn't, she said, you saw it. And I go, no, nah, I couldn't, because the timing, you did that perfect. Like I didn't, you know what I mean? So that was one of the things that uh, I felt like was the main trigger for my depression. I really? think that was, yeah. And why did he take his life? Uh, struggling with drugs, you know, struggling, struggling with crack. Um, oh. My mother separated from him because she was like, you got to get, you know, you got to fight this on your own. Because she was carrying him for years, like trying to help him get better. But it wasn't, it wasn't working. It was kind of like she was almost like his crutch to do what he was doing. Yeah. So then when she pulled out and was like, you got to try. Because she had put him through rehab several times and he just wasn't, it wasn't clicking for him. So she was like, you got to, you got to try to figure this out. That's amazing, man. Yeah. And so when they were separated, were they still living together or something? Yeah. Yeah, oh. we all were at one point. I, I got moved away because I got caught up in the streets. Oh, okay. So, like, I was selling drugs with this gang and pretty much was part of the gang. And uh, went to juvenile, uh, got out. And I just was like, fuck it. I dropped out of school. I let myself crack and make a million right quick. And then... She found out, and she made me move. When she found out I was back on the streets again, she made me move when my aunt asked me to just go back to school, and she told me all I got to do is try, and she'll, she'll give me and help me with anything I need. And I did. I tried, and I graduated. Huh? Amazing. Yeah. So uh, were you close to your father? Nah, nah, not really. We we didn't start getting close until she had till I actually when I moved. But when we lived together, she said, "What my mother say?" She said, "You were like," she said, "You had re- you you acknowledged him as your father, but you didn't have a respect for him as your father, because they were separated since I was two to age ten, because she caught him cheating." And she never, like, my mother always believed in not getting divorced and, and that maybe one day things would get better and that he could, they would get back together. So she just separated from him and just took care of me. And, and she went to school full-time and worked full-time. And I was bouncing around in my grandmother aunt's house, staying with people, and then she would come and get me whenever she had a, a weekend off or whatever and then bring me and I'll be with her. And we stayed, with, and she stayed with my great-grandmother. So it was like that. I was kind of all over the place. And what she, a mess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just 
Wow. So, so what? So they they separated, but they still lived together. No. You said they did not live together. When they first separated, they did. Oh, when I was okay. a when I was a child. Right. When they got back together. Oh, I see. About they got back. They brought me back in about ten, eleven years old. So she brought me back from the east side over to the west side. Yeah. And then when I started living with him, you know, I wasn't around him like that. So right. it was like I barely saw my father. So I was like, man, every time he like hand me the remote, I'm like, who is this dude? Why every time he say I gotta? I mean, I knew he was my dad, but right. I was just like, man, you get the remote yourself. It was like that, you know. Whoa. So it was a constant bickering, and we got into a couple of. Uh, uh, fist scuffles, you know what I'm saying? Really? I didn't win, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Always lost. Uh, and uh, he used to say to me, wait till you get 18, that's when I'm really going to fight you, and you're going to see what time it is. And he said, you ain't shit right now. That's what he used to tell me. I said, wow. All right. Did you love him? Uh, yeah, yep. It, but actually, that's what I realized. I, when he died, I, I had all this anger. Yeah. And that's what, like, had me into the suicide. And then when I was like, what got me out of it, I was like 32, 33 years old. And I called moms on his birthday and I was crying. And then she's like, you know, you, she said, you, she said, you, you're doing this again. And I go, what? She said, do you know, realize you cry every year? You call me crying for his birthday? And I said, I do. And I didn't even notice it. She said, yeah, you call me exact day every time and you cry. And then she's like, so I want you to know that he's okay now. You know, he's, he's at rest. She said, so this is what I want you to do. When I get off this phone, I want you to sit down and think to yourself. Don't go nowhere. Just sit there and ask yourself questions and ask yourself afterwards why you cry. So I did. I sat there. I'm like, man, because he went this. He was there, and just when it was happening, and he was, man, he said he was going to be there, and he, he was supposed to give me my car for graduation, and he committed suicide. Man, da, da, da. And going through all those emotions, that's when I realized. I was like, oh, shit. I was crying because I actually loved him. Yeah. And I was, that's why I was mad at him. So I wasn't mad at him because I hated him. I loved him. And I said, oh, man, I really love my pops like that. And I said, ah. From that point on, never cried again. Right on. Yeah. That's an amazing story, man. Yeah, man. It was good. It was good to get that out. Did you see your father the way your mother saw him at one time, or did you see him through your own eyes? Like how? You know, a lot of times the mothers uh, see the fathers as bad guys, you know, no good. She never, she never, that's one thing she never, you know how, like, women do that? Yeah. Moms, they never spoke one ill word about them. Nice. Ever. Like, even... She had we she had her moments, but in her moments it'll be like right in front of him. It ain't nothing. She ain't said it in front of him. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's it's not like putting me against him. She never never did that. Man. She always was like, she even would get on me. You know, she showed me. She say he only knew what he was raised to be. Yeah. And she said, and I understood that, and he understood that, and she said that. You can't, you can't put every value that you have on another person because of their experience and what they've been going through. Right. All you can do is just be loving and be as real as you can to them. So that's what she was. She was like, man, she was like the, the, the truth. Have you forgiven her for mistakes she made with you? 
I done, she's never made no mistakes with me. Oh, <laughs> I need to be, we need to be like bringing some one of them people that be like conjuring the spirits and ask her, she forgive me? Because I'm the one who messed up more than anything, you know? So she was perfect in the way she raised you? And yep. She for, was perfect. She made no mistakes with you. As far as I know. Really? You know what she told me though? Right before she passed away, she said, uh, the only regret I have is not being there for you. Because you wouldn't have never got caught up in the streets. But I was like, and I told her, I said, well, yeah, but you was trying to help daddy with the rehab. You was working. You was catching buses, going to work. And then you was, what was crazy, he had a job at Ford. She used to catch the bus, three buses to get to work, and pay the car note for him to go to work, hoping he would bring his check home. Wow. So she, man, she used to do that and oh, get man. the car fixed and like, man, man, and go to school. <laughs> Did you join the games after he died or before he before. died? Before. Before he died. Yeah, yeah. I used to sell him crack. You used to sell what? I used to sell him crack. Sell him crack? Yeah. You used to sell your father crack? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why did you sell it to him? <sighs> a couple of reasons. One was uh, he came to me one day and he said, hey, man, do me a favor. Why don't you ask one of your homies? Because at this time, he didn't know I was really selling it. He got worried, but he didn't know. Yeah. And he was like, uh, whatever you do, don't go to this home, that homie, because last time I went to him, he so he sold me some bad crack. So don't go to him. And I go, God. So I was like, now the thing is, is my father, he, he was a street dude to, before, like, it's such a long story, man. But he was a street dude before he became a crackhead. And before that, him and my mother was like the same. They were graduates. They was doing good in I mean, high school. She went off to go into college. He worked at the factory. And then he had a scholarship to go to, the, to college, but he chose working in Ford Factory, mm. instant money. And um, uh, anyway, he, he asked me to do that. And... Like I said, when I found out that, I said, oh, man, this dummy sold my father. My father, oh, back to what I was saying, he was a street dude, so I'm aware of something that my father did to another guy regarding drugs. So I was like, nah, this can't happen with over here. This ain't, I got to I gotta make, so my whole thing was to protect them and him was to sell him the crack and not cause no really? war. Because if something happened to my father, I'm coming through the street. I'm coming. Right. So it was like. One of those type of situations. And, you know, the guys we deal with, I was dealing with, these, they weren't, you know, they weren't no little talking street dudes, you know. Uh, did you feel guilty about selling him crack at any point? Uh, nah. I, I used to kind of a little bit. It bothered me at first for a while when he first died, but not right. really. Uh. Because, like I said, it was that for that sole purpose. And plus, you know, you're spending six, seven hundred dollars with the other guys, I was like, man, you know, let me go ahead and get this. You know what I'm saying? That way when other people be, you know, I sell them crack, I get new clothes and stuff like that. People are like, hey, where you get your clothes from? I'm like, my daddy bought me these. <laughs> you know what I mean? it's like, Why is game banging so popular with black people? Uh, black people don't gang bang. You know, there's two it? types of people. Gang bangers... How how we say on this? We we call them bitches, right? Bitches. Yeah. Oh, okay. Most gangs ain't bitches. 
most gangs, it's all about money and a system of money that they can make in that neighborhood. So when you want to make money on this block, whether it's a Pyru or whether it was where I was from back in the day, the Gucci boys or the best friends or whatever in Detroit, drug gangs, mafias, whatever, you had to be part of that area. So most gangs uh, take a name on so that most areas take a name so that nobody come in that radius. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this is all Gucci boy, though. This is all Bloods okay. and Crips. So most gang members. Yeah, yeah, it's a money thing. It has oh. nothing to do with, like, when you, you, you do see, like, like Chris Brown is a blood. You're like, okay, come on, guy. <laughs> like, no, no, guy. You ain't need no money. You ain't have no reason to even be. You right. know what I mean? So when you see people like that, it's like, nah, man, you're not supposed to be. So your type of game, were they, were they the real deal or the fake deal? Real deal. The real they deal. were so real. You ever, like, well, you do hear this. You hear all these gangsters they, or all of these so-called gangsters, they talk about loyalty. Right. You know, he's like, yeah. loyalty? This is crime. <laughs> right? Yeah. right? You want loyalty in crime. Then you should be an astronaut or something like that. That's it's right. barely loyalty in that. You talking about amongst killers and they want to be jolly. And I'm like, no, no, we don't. You know what I mean? It ain't no. Right. So, like, in my, matter of fact, the guys that I was with, when I tell you they was fighting and shooting each other, I'm talking about cousins, blood relatives that sh killed each other within my group of dudes. Like, it was like all, and the only reason why, like, I had to stop them several times from shooting this person or that person. I used to be like, hey, man, that, that one time. <laughs> man. <laughs> I put it to you, this is how, how crazy this is on the street. I had to stop one guy from shooting another two guys over some hair clippers. Right? Hair clippers? Yeah, hair clippers. <laughs> like, it was something about the clippers got broke, and these two dudes, it was one of the other guys, right? And they, these two dudes were cousins. And they said something to somebody else, and it trickled around to this guy, who was my boy, who was a straight, like, <laughs> like, sh sh like shooter, right? Right. I don't like to say stuff like that. I ain't trying to glorify that shit, but this is what happened. Right. So, like, I'm standing next to him. They come riding down the street in their car, music banging. He runs and jumps on the side of the building. He pulls out a 357 and a 44. And I'm like, what? I'm like, well, I'm like, what's, what's going on? He's like, hey, when they come closer, let me know. I'm going to kill. And I said, hey, what? I said, man, you wait. <laughs> I said, let me, what, what's going on? I said, man, wait a minute. Hold on. I said, don't, don't move. I'm telling you, don't move because I'm going to be right there. If you start shooting, I'm going to be right in front. He's like, all right. He's, he's, and then I went over there. But matter of fact, they stopped when they, they must have saw him. And they said, hey, man, tell my man, man. Man, tell him we was playing. We, I don't know why that got to him like that. Tell him. And then he came from around the corner. And I said, what is this about? And he's like, man. Cause, cause what's the name? He, he broke my clippers, and he thought that I, I told what's the name that I was gonna we was gonna get at him, and then it, he thought it was actually real. And I'm like, man, you about to shoot? And I turn to Smith. Is this real about the clippers? And he goes, Yeah, man, they shouldn't be talking like that. Wow. <laughs> this is, man. Have you ever been shot? Nah, shot at plenty of times. Never been shot. Never been shot. Uh, By the blessings of God. Have you ever shot someone? Hey, man, were you the feds? Hold on. Let me check this guy. You mic'd up? You got that wire on you? No, man, you know. Yeah, I know you can't answer that. Mm. So let me ask. Um, 
black people, not all of them, but always complain about what the white people are doing to them, right? How come they don't feel bad about selling each other drugs and killing one another and doing that to each other? Why do, what, what do you mean? You know, I like have black gang members kill each other and sell innocent black people drugs. And Latinos stuff like that. do it. White people do it. So why don't black, black Chinese mafias do it? Russian mafia. It right. has nothing to do with color. Once oh, again, it's money, money right. and criminals. So it has nothing to do. That's what you have to do. See, the problem is, is this: white corporations in America have somehow put it that black people and black criminals are the same, and we're not. We ain't no different from white people and white criminals. So why, Tupac said this, he said, why is it when we arm ourselves against, we don't want to be in the hood with the killers. We don't want to be in the hood with the, but when we arm ourselves against them, now we're wrong. So what, what, what Tupac was saying was, we never coexist. Black people is black people. You think we would be surviving today if we was all, if it was like that? It's not. It's because the majority of black people is what really hold the hood up. Black people. It's the black criminals that do all the chaos. Yeah. So we the ones who fight to get our kids to school. That's how you get the LeBron Jameses. And come on, man. We know that. That's facts. That's like the big the biggest percentage of us don't do that. And in the hood, the problem is, is this. Fathers can't be out on the street dealing with the kind of and you're talking about these dudes be millionaire drug dealers. This ain't no easy money, easy work to have you off the street. So it's just that hard. So in the hood. Black families just work hard, just like Latino families. When them yeah. dealing with the, the cartels, they all are in here through, throughout the United States. They just work hard, and they just try to move up out of it. That's why you hear so many people angry at the black people who don't give back. You know, but they just like, man, man, what am I supposed to do? Like, I can't give where? Like, how do I rebuild all of this? So there has to be a separation. Like, like, for now on, black people got to understand that there is this thing that white corporate America did to us, and it's, it's the most sickening thing, right? Let me ask you this. How many times you watch TV and you see all these gangsters with, you know, gym shoe commercials, Sprite deals, <laughs> at the half court of NBA, and you're like, really? Because black people, we don't party with those guys. So how are y'all partying with them? Oh, they making white corporate America money. So now it's cool? Get ready, because now it's, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming for them to see that. It's like, you can't mix the two, my man. Like, we don't do it. That's why in the hood, you always hear that, what you hear? Such and such was hanging around such and such, and he got killed. He shouldn't have been around them. Same thing gonna happen. Somebody, watch what, this is what I'm telling you. Somebody is about to get, this is setting it up for the perfect murder because they got these guys around them everywhere. Now I'm like, oh my God, y'all don't even know. I'm watching the streets and I'm listening and I'm seeing with the, the way the cartel's moving everybody. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Somebody and everybody's going to cry about it because it's gonna be somebody that's gonna get killed that should never been touched. And it's gonna be somebody that a lot of people admire. But that's the cost. So you're saying that, to understand what you're saying, you're saying that there are black people around corporate America and everybody and that they don't realize it and somebody's going to end up getting hurt. Yeah, yeah, because think about that. If, 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 
if if I if I if, if I'm got a record deal or whatever, I ain't, I'm not saying if somebody trying to clean up their life, but I'm talking about these guys rap about the guys and are known to be around. Look how many of them getting arrested right now or over the past years. So many of them getting arrested. So many other black rappers and things. Yes, oh, okay. they're criminals. Because you got to remember, there are rappers that are rappers, and then there's the criminals that are rappers. That's uh-huh. what you got to understand. Most of them, that's what happened. Corporate America turned our our music, our culture, into crime. So do corporate America know that the black rappers are criminals, and they use them anyway? Come on, man. <laughs> what do you mean do they know? They rap about it. They, they see them. If, if, how do you not know when they all going to jail? You, you, you know. Yeah. You oh so that's interesting. This, yeah, you can't. And the thing is, is you know you hear people be like something about Illuminati or whatever, whoever they're supposed to be, right. the secret groups. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There's them, then there's the universe, right? So yeah. the universe, and we ain't talking about no little universal, you know, one of the group, none of that type, <laughs> not no weird stuff. I don't want people to be like, man, they're one of them dudes. Nah, right. I'm talking about the actual everybody where space and atoms and everything is moving, right? So the universe moves the way it want to move, and the universe touches everybody. The universe goes, guess what, Illuminati? Guess whose time is up on this planet? Come on. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm sitting up here. I'm, I'm corrupting the black people. I know you were, but it's your time to die. That's how the universe moves. And when the universe moves, bang, it's like a... <coughs> Like a total surprise, like a what? Just like how we see with the floods and anything else, we just, the scientists be like, yeah, this is, we can handle this and we can go, oh, man, what happened? It's like, yeah, the universe is that much more intelligent. Universe said, oh, y'all got vaccines? Y'all vaccinated? Okay, here's another variant for you. you got, okay, here go another variant. You understand what I'm saying? So much more intelligent, so much more ahead of us. It's coming, man. So how can we avoid all that? Like I say, by, by, Separating the two. We say the two separate the criminals from the. It has to because it's so dear, it's so from deep. The, from the non criminal people? Yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying is, there's, it's so deep. It's, it's such a deep state, right? You hear that word? But that's, for that, that's the perfect, perfect uh, name to give description that. Of description it. of it, yeah. It's like, it's like how they say you, once you're in, can't get out. Like, so it's, they're so deep, they don't even see it. We don't even see it, right? Like I say, you see the NBA players, they got them all with the chains on, and I'm like, hold on. You got a couple of them that, what, what was a young Dolph? He got shot up not too long ago. Yeah, you, I heard that. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, man, you, these guys is any moment, and, 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 and these guys are getting more and more reckless. This world is getting more and more reckless. So I'm looking at, like, like the mass shooting in Downtown Sacramento. You ain't never seen no black criminals that went up in the downtown and just start spraying like that. When I saw that, I'm like, it's coming. Like, they getting more, and they got money. Like, they in the same places as Jay-Z and all them because they drug dealers, and they're like, yeah, okay. And America likes to get, huh? Let me shoot the shit with this director and let me, yeah. How much you need? I got you. I got Tell me. It's getting mess. Yeah, but it's something like, but it, it takes that one death for everybody to go. <gasps> and in the world, if, if especially being somebody that shouldn't, it shouldn't have happened to, like somebody that's famous or well known in the right. world, it's going to make the world go, 
Man, and, and everybody's going to be on America. And America is going to have to depend on black people. Going to have to go. Corporates going to have to. Hey, man, what do we. Man, we didn't. Yeah. Because it's going. I think it's going to be at something like a corporate event or something like that. It's going to so, be at the expense of them. So it's all about greed and perceived power. Perceived power. But it's like I say, the problem with that is, is everybody lives like tomorrow is promised. Yeah. The next 10 minutes is promised. I can weaken right now. I can just, oh, fuck, right in the interview, right? And then. Nobody knows why. What happened? He was just talking to my man in a worn shirt, and then he just collapsed. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like you can't do that. You can't put mathematics on everything if you ain't got the if you ain't God. You know, if you don't believe in God, if you ain't the universe. You know what I'm saying? So, are you a Christian? Yeah, I believe I am. And and you believe in God? Yeah. And how do you know that you believe in God? How do I know I believe in Him? Yeah. Uh, what is it about your life that indicates you believe in God? Because I'm, I'm one that believes in a higher power and I'm one that believes in intelligence, right? So intelligence is, form, is the very thing that brought all of this together, right? So you look like you. Just think about this. This floor, him, this seat, you, me, this cup, we all made from the same thing, atoms. But somehow... Your cells knew how to build and look you and create you and draw you exactly the way you look. But you're made out of atoms. And so am I. And so is this. So there's somebody somewhere going, okay, they go, Doc, man, forgot your name on your interview. I'm over here. <laughs> what the? <laughs> what's, your, what's, your imp- what's a man? What do you mean? What is a man? What is a man? Like as far as values or? No, just what is a man? Uh, biologically, just, um, I would say just born with the male anatomy. That's what a man is? Yeah. Now, if you mean what is a man in regards to social norms, then it, di- then it differs. You know what I mean? What do you like, mean by that? Okay, like the social norms for Iran and Iraq is different for us. So the, a man, and the way he treats people over there, he's viewed different from what we consider a man and how he treats people here. Now, if you was to go the Christian route or even the Muslim route or Buddhism or Hinduism, being a light and being a caring and loving person, but then that falls in both women and men. So that's, that's what a man and a woman should be. These humans or beings that connect and move together as one, but as far as man concerned, that's um, that's society. That's society driven, and it's it's weird. Do you love white people? Yeah. And what do you think of the blacks who don't love? They would say, "I don't love white people." They're racist. They're racist. Yeah. And how would you define racist? Racist meaning. Anybody who, well, I, I would say they're racist against white people. If that's the only race that they choose choosing to be against. Right. You know what I mean? But to me, anybody, if you hate a, any race, then you're just as bad as that race that hates yeah, your race. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Um, are you, would you be, are you consider yourself a conservative or liberal? Uh, I always get 
kind of confused on both because when you look at some of the so-called liberal values, they tend to be conservative, right? Like, for example, if, let's take the, the approach on abortion. Okay. That's a stance that even some conservatives support. Right. Right? I know, yeah. But people will say, oh, that's liberals. Liberals want abortion. It's like, nah, conservatives, they all don't say, keep the baby. Or do they? I, I mean, as far as I know. Well, there are some that says that the okay is a woman choice. Yeah. But then others don't. Exactly. Yeah. So this is what I mean. What I'm saying is, is so now you got people from both, both groups saying it, right? So what it, what it means is it just depends on what do you what do you think it, it is? Like people have this weird way what, of putting people in boxes. In, yeah, it's like this weird box and putting people in this box, right? Instead of just being like, like I say, oh man, you you a human, I'm a human. Let's let's kick it. Let's let's move. Let's figure out how to do this. Let's 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 come to an understanding about this. Not oh he's like he, label him this so that we can. Yeah, you know what I mean? Putting labels on yeah, you. Yeah, it's it's sickening, man. Yeah. Do you do you support abortion? Yeah, you do. I do to the degree of, of. To the degree of rape, I do, to the degree of. It's not my choice. It's not your choice. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like it's it's not my body. <laughs> like I'm not a woman, right? right. As far as I know, I, you know, tomorrow I might be, you know. <laughs> no, I don't say that. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like that's that's one of those things where I'm like, hey, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? So the your sickening, wife had, the, the, had the, your baby inside of her, and she decided that she didn't want to have it. And she came to you and said, I don't want this baby. If my body and my choice, I don't want it. And I'm going to have it a bush. I'm going to kill it. Would you be okay with that? Man, no. You'd be hurt. But I can't. I'm would not going to be a hater. Her? I would try to, yeah. I would definitely com- you know, commune with her and be like, you know, it, it'll be okay. You know, if you, if, 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 or, okay? I, if or I'll at least be like, well, how about this? If you don't want, why, explain to me why you don't want the baby. And then if we can find out, get to the core of that, then we can go from there. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely going to try to get, to try to keep my baby. But she, whatever she's going through, you think about it like this. There are women who have their kids and kill their kids after they're born. Right. So what if she does that? What if she gets so angry about it after she's had it and then kill it? But why not tell her, okay, I want you to have the baby, and then give it to me, and then you leave? Well, that was, that was the, that's what I mean by whatever resolve we can come to. Because uh, my whole thing was either that or, because uh, I'm not putting my kid up for the adoption. I'm going to work for my right. baby forever. Right. So. Do, you, do you have any kids? Not yet. Are you married? Not yet. You want kids? Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. I've always, man, like I say, I'm, I'm blessed because I didn't have any while I was going through my depression and all this stuff, right, right. you know, so I kind of look at it like, Phew, you know what I mean? <laughs> but like at the same time, my mother passed away in 2017 and it wasn't until she died till I realized how lonely 
because me and her was always like this. You know what I'm saying? And because I didn't have like a wife or a, or a consistent girlfriend, I was like, oh man, it's weird now. You know, she prepared me. Your family's like this, so you won't be able to, not like you will with me. She said, you gotta, right now, you gotta get get that in your hair right now. And I thought she was being kind of mean, like, no, you know what, they'll be here for me. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, they was like, yeah, call me anytime. And I'm calling them and they ain't answering. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm hurting. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And they just wasn't, like, wasn't able to be there because they got their lives. So I realized, like, oh, okay. So you're saying, uh, once your mother expired, other women weren't there for you. You had dated them. Not because they didn't want to be. It just was the times when I needed them, they weren't able to do like her. I'm talking about if I called mom at 3 in the morning. Hello? Okay, you okay? Oh, okay. Okay. Talk to me. Amazing. I couldn't get that with them. It was ring, answering machine, wouldn't return my call a couple days. Oh, yeah, you know what? I forgot to call you. I could have been a killed myself. Where you been? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's have like, you been, ever been brokenhearted by a woman? Ego, Bruce. Ego, Bruce? What do you mean? Meaning uh, you think you know what love is, and then you really don't, right? So then you meet a woman or women that show you that and teach you, like, hey, no. You have no idea what love is. You just like to fuck. That's it. You need to be reprogrammed and get yourself together. And then I'm like, what, girl? You, you don't know what love is. And uh, I was talking to this pastor, Pastor Kirby, rest in peace. And I was like, man, you know, this girl said this and that. And I forgot what the questions were. But it's after like two, two questions, he said, you just know lust. You don't know nothing about love. And I said, you too, Pastor Man. What? Why? And he was like, man, you got to, like, man, you are just. So I was like, man, that's what I do. You know, I was my, one of my uncles, he taught me how to mack women and get on women rather. And, you know, I, I always was able to because, you know, like those dudes that never get girls, right? Right. Some of them just weird. And I understand right. that. Or they might right. have some kind of mental disorder. We don't trip on that. But I'm talking about those dudes that just they nice and nice and healthy minded. You know what I'm saying? Still can't get women. It's because they don't they don't understand the the number system. <laughs> What's the number system? The number system. There's billions of them. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. so you yeah. can't. It's for you not to get one. It's something. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not you're not engaging yourself to learn what what's what anything that they like. Or you're just overly picky, or you might just be the type of dude that just need that one love. And love ain't, it ain't easy to find. Have you ever loved a woman when you dated? Have you ever loved a woman? Like, not love, not in love, but love, yeah. What's the difference? Love is like, you care about them. Like, you care about your mother, you care about your father, you care. So you can care about your girlfriend wife that exact same way right. in love is when you want to be with them and you have this romance with them right because oh, you so have you've never been in love with a woman not like that and why not i think because i was just wilding out oh i see yeah just wilding out right you now. want to do you want to be yeah in love? yeah you i'm want... still lustful man i'll be trying to <laughs> i'll be trying not to like like like, not be that way, right? But I've always been truthful with them. 
if, yeah. that, if, that, if that mattered. And I think that's why they used to break down and why they and sometimes still do. But anyway, they break down because they're like, yeah, I know you said this, but I just, because so, sometimes they have this idea like, and I, you see it with a lot of men, they have an idea of what they want this man to be, and then he doesn't be that. Because there are some men, they truthful about who they are, right. even when they meet them. Yep. They try to pull up that bull, or oh, he lied to me. Oh, you knew. Not, not all of them. Right. Some of them do trick them. You know what I mean? They smooth talk them, and they be liars. But even them, they still try to change them, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're always trying to change someone. Yeah. Do yeah. women have love to give? Of course. They do? Yeah. And where do they get the love from that they have to it's, give? I think, it's, I think we, men do, too, though. But where, why do you think women have love? Because they, they're, the, they're, the nat- they're the nurturers of love. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? No. When you were born, there was some woman, if not your mother, that was there. That was all the time. That's not something your father do all the time. That's not something the male does. When you first born, for those, for breastfeeding, Everybody knows that skin is skin contact with the baby and the woman. That's what brings that, that whole connection, that gives connection with the baby. That's something men can't do is and don't do. Is that fate love or natural love? Natural. So if it's natural, why can't the mother let go at some point rather than even as when you're an adult, they try to control you and they'll follow you to West Hell to be your wife? <laughs> man, that's just, man, that's, I, don't, I don't think that's that a bad thing. That doesn't sound like love. Yeah, it is. It's just, it's just their protective. But they're like jealous of your woman. They well, that's they but, destroy your family. The mother will make you her husband before she let go. If she had real love, don't you think at some point she let go? And when you say let go, now there's so a difference. I'm trying to be your wife. Your moms don't ever really be trying to be your wife. What are they trying to be? Your girlfriend? Your protector. What do you mean? Means, you don't need her to protect you as an adult. No, but some mothers are insecure over that. And some mothers don't for not, not we no. Even though they're loving, you have to also remember some of them got mental problems too. <laughs> from what whatever they went through. Yeah. You know they what I'm all saying? Got mental problems. Yeah, no, that's not true, man. <laughs> <laughs> Better up. <huh? laughs> have you ever met a woman that did not have mental problems? Yes. You met a woman that did not have mental my problems. My mother, my my great aunt right now that I be with and talk to on the phone almost every day. She's 100 years old. She, she has her ways. But look how, right. That's but but me and do too. What, what are you talking about? Look how many people have died around your great aunt and she sucked the life out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you are. Whew, what woman broke your heart, dog? Do I need to? We're going to get some psychology going on. <laughs> have you noticed that, though? No. Uh, uh, living until the cows come home, everybody else dead. Yeah, but that goes even to women around her, too. Right, they all did. Yeah, my mother. She's starting the life out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I know that uh, uh, her and her husband is is like my, like, one of the two people that I, I have a model for and what I want. And a marriage with me and my wife. Do you date white women? I have in the past. Would you prefer white or black women? Uh, this depends on whoever I like the most. Who's you know the most bitchy? Color. 
I've been with the most is black, if that's what you want to be. All right. Who is the most bitchy, white women or white. black women? Huh? Who is the most controlling and bitchy, white women or black women? When you get them in your life, they both are. Yeah. Yeah, hey, you know they women. You know what I'm saying? Don't be trying to don't be don't be falling for that. Oh, you hear people like, oh, he just want a white woman he control. No, that's you see it. You see that black dude. He he like it's almost seductive the way women can charm a man into they can do it by being like a black woman, blah, 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 blah. or they can be do it like okay, baby. Anything you say. You see what I'm saying? Yep. But it still got that same seduction of like, you know what I mean? It's like. It's evil, huh? If it's, if it's, mis, if it's, if it's misused, yeah. Um, what is love? Love is a bunch of things. You know, like, you know how like people always be like. I want loyalty over love. I don't even hear people say that. It's mostly like drug dealing rappers. <laughs> You'd be like, man, you need some help, dog. <laughs> loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. It's like, shut up. <laughs> it's like, like yeah. but, but where do you get that from? You, you think I'm going to be loyal to somebody and I don't love them? Like, whatever you do, loyalty, and then we'll get back to love. Loyalty is a way of being, not influenced by the outside. It's just, if you're a loyal person, you're just a loyal person. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it goes that no matter who you, whether it's a good person or a bad person, you're just loyal to the cause because that's who you are. You know what I'm saying? Uh, love is loyalty. It's patience. It's, it's enduring. Well, the same thing. Patience, enduring. It's, it's kind, very being kind to people. Being, it's, it's looking out for others. You know, yeah. and 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 helping people move together, you know, whatever that is. What's your impression of Black Lives Matter? You heard of them? Yeah. What's your impression of them? How do you see them? I saw them as in the beginning. I think they meant well, right? But what happens when people start getting around money? Corruption, right? It's like women think men are just like these bad people, right? Oh, I mean, they're so bad. Because the wars and all that, but it's just power that corrupts people. Yeah, any form from every generation when you go out. That's why you you see when Hillary Clinton got a little power, she lost the election, right? <laughs> she's been acting up, doing trading off bombs and missiles, and yeah, we gonna go on there and give me some of those for them Chanel dresses and whatever she was doing, right? So it's like I feel like 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 people just get corrupted with that. What was it about them that made you think that? They met well at some point in the beginning. Because in the beginning, things had just happened, right? So they wanted to unite and to get together to serve this purpose and this cause. You think so? Yeah, because they didn't have it then. But they they said that they were trained to be Marxist trainers. Oh, you said that they could have been already put together. Yeah. I mean... They never met well. Because they were trained to bring on destruction. That's a possibility, but I always try to look at what it did for the people. It messed them up, huh? No. I think, like, that Black Lives Matter made people unite a little bit more. The, the, the cause itself is tainted, but the unification and the, the open-mindedness and the, the, the more awareness in the end, not only that, other countries and people. 
focused on that. Remember that. Like, well, how are they more they're more divided now than ever? How are they united? The the races and everybody's scared of everybody and the blacks. Uh, most people are afraid of the blacks now more so than but, any other time. But that's because what happened? Like I told you, because they tore down statues, they burned down the country. No, 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 but killed. but the problem is, is like I say, we've always been affiliated with black criminals. If we were just black people doing that, then people wouldn't be that way. But what happened is, is we have a history. So if you even look at police shootings, right, a lot of it is racially stemmed, but also part of it is fear, right? And it's fear because of what they see, right? If, if I see you, right, like let's just let's use this example. If, if I see you, or you, or no, or if you see me and... You see me sometimes, or, 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 or like, like Frank Sinatra. You see him with the mafia, people are scared of Frank. All right. See, if I see you with drug dealers and killers and bloods and cribs, now I'm like, you like them. And then when people get shot, y'all all the same. Because you don't have that experience, because you don't live there to see what really black people go through. The pain that we, 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 we fight through trying to get our kids to school. There's our kids, who, who you think is robbing the kids on the bus stops for their Jordans? Other blacks. Yeah. But criminals. Yeah, other black criminals. Yes. So it's not, don't, that's no, what I'm I trying to get you to saying, do. Yeah. Separate black criminals from black people. Black people work. That little boy on the bus, he probably was going to school or going to work. You see that all the time. The hard work. You know who got the greatest skit? Dave Chappelle. That you ever seen that Calvin oh, yeah. bit? Yeah. That's black people. Yeah. Calvin going to work and the other dudes is robbing them. That's the black people. That's yeah. that's the most brilliant bit ever. He don't turn on his girl when she cheating on him. He like, man, I'm, I'm out working. That's the struggle of the black man in the hood. Afternoon, ladies. Ew, nigga, you smell like french fries. <laughs> Why are most black people so angry? I notice that blacks have a lot, of, and not all, not all, not all, but most have a lot of anger. I mean, they should, man. Like, it's, it's handed down for gener- generation to generation. And from then, who to who? From father to son, son on down. And, oh, yeah. You know, it's just, it's just a, a repercussion of what, of what they did to us. What the blacks did to each other? Whites, too. So just think about that. If you got, so think about this. If you got the black criminals doing what they're doing to black people, then you got the white racist people doing what they're doing to black people. Then you got the other racist groups and other, other races doing what they're doing to black people, all because of they keep affiliating us as we're this. And we're like, no, 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 we're this. We are Martin Luther King. We are Malcolm X post <laughs> Mecca, right? We are these uh, uh, Rosa Parks. We, that's who we are. What are you th- speaking of that? And then I got to move on because of time here. Okay. This is so interesting. Uh, when you found out or heard that the whole civil rights movement was a fake, it was a communist movement in order to control the blacks so that the so-called black leadership of the movement, Martin Luther King, Jesse Jackson, other guy, they just wanted power and wealth over the people. So they deceived the blacks in order to become their leaders and take control of them. When you found out that Rosa Parks was a setup, it wasn't even real, that it was planned by the NAACP because they had another black woman to go and pretend like she was just, I'm tired, I don't feel like going to the back of the bus today. And they were going to protect it. It was a setup, but they found out she was pregnant out of wedlock. 
and black people didn't accept, they didn't think that, you know, they didn't accept pregnancy out of wedlock in those days. And so they found this woman, Rosa Parr, and they set it up with her, that the whole thing was a setup. It was a communist movement to control the black. When you found out that the civil rights movement was a fake, were you disappointed? Never heard of it. Never heard of what? What you're saying. Oh, you didn't? No. Have you seen Uncle That's Tom? That's conspiracy. Have you seen Uncle Tom 2? No. Check out Uncle Tom 2. Okay. They prove it. It's going to blow your mind. Well, that's what, a was, lot of that stuff is more like, speculation, but I, I look at it like... like what they claim the white people doing to the black. It was done by black people to the black, and they gave it a title, Civil Rights Movement. Well... Like Isn't that amazing? I, I guess. It sounds made up to me. But here's what I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you know what you believe. Hey, I don't, I don't know, man. You know, that man lost his life. Who? Martin Luther King. Uh, Rosa Parks, she did get put in jail for that. But it was a setup, though. Man, listen, whatever the case is, is... Is it hard to accept that? For me, because I don't... I'm just not hearing that, and I don't... Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, that's, that that's the thing that, to me, that's causing divisions. That type of conspiratorial talk, that's what's causing the division Why amongst black that? people. Because it's, it's, it's like the conspiratorial talk like that is geared to dividers. It's geared to... That, that whole movement... Even even you can't you can't conspire that many people to walk to watch Washington Monument with with Dr. King. You How can't. Do you think? <laughs> this guy, he got oh. <laughs> Look at uh, I grew up in that area, you know. I uh, I grew up in Alabama. The Jim Crow law existed, and when the so-called civil rights movement first started, a lot of the older black people didn't agree with it because they knew it was fake. Mother King was fake. The whole thing was fake. And they would tell us, don't get involved with that. They're just trying to control you and never let someone control you. And so they started calling those blacks sellouts and Uncle Toms that refused to get involved with it because they knew it wasn't real. Were those blacks, those older blacks, living a conspiratory life at that time, or did they see reality of what was going on? I feel like those... uh I feel like those particular black people that were against Martin Luther King in any f- way, shape, or form of what he was doing, I feel like they're fake. That Martin King was fake? No, I think. The, no, no, no. The, 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 the people were opposite that. of But have King you noticed that the blacks have only gotten worse since that happened, the so-called movement? What do you mean They worse? haven't gotten better. They like begging and blaming, and they want affirmative action. They want reparation. They want fr- free everything. They want. Yeah, they, but that's. They used to be independent before the civil rights movement happened. And so, as a result of that happening, they have gotten worse and they never recovered so far. So far. But that don't mean that it's not that it's far fetched. Sometimes things got to get worse before they get better. That's a when cliche they saying. Get better, it's been 70 years. Well, look at, it, look at it like this. When have you ever. At the time when Martin Luther King died, they had segregation, right? Right. What was wrong with segregation? <laughs> but what you mean what's wrong with it? What was wrong with it? I just look at it like, like, man, like, here's what's weird about this whole world. The world is like this, right? You, you want to talk about a system here, you're going to go to Russia there, you're going to have a system there. So what's wrong with segregation? No, segregation for me is, is it gets you to only focus on your one particular race 
and it makes you selfish and blind. So should should people come together? Yep. Based on love, or should they be forced to come together? I would say love is number one. Uh, I don't. They, I don't think you can force people together. Well, that's what they did with the blacks and whites. They're trying to force them together and only divide it even more. So, I gotta I ask this: Did you vote for the Great White Hope? Heck no. Who's the Great White Hope? Trump. Yeah. How do nah. you know he's the Great White Hope? Because <laughs> man, the way your anger is. <laughs> no. What do you mean my anger? Yeah, not anger, but your resentment towards the name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The way you said it. Toward the name of the Great White Hope. Yeah. No, I voted for him. You did? Yeah, twice. Okay. I'm going to vote for him again. Okay. You Did you vote for the fallen Messiah? Who was that? Obama. Yeah. You did? Mm-hmm. Why? Different. Different than what? Just different Different from what we had. Oh, I see. Because yeah. he was black. Black and not just because of that, because he was educated and he served in Congress, I mean, in a, as a, a government figure before, so he's been around public, he's dealt with society. And he's also a graduate from a school that we normally don't get in. So for you to, to were you disappointed in him? No, you were not. I don't even all. Just think of all the white presidents. They're not able to do what they want to do. But it, Obama divided they they like do. no one else has ever done in the history of America. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. We not. He didn't. In the history, us. what? We were slaves. What? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? We were a slave at one time. We wasn't, but I mean, our ancestors were slaves. And who in your family was a slave? Oh, I don't ever go down the tree and even see. Oh, I see. So I got to ask you this because uh, we totally ran out of time. So you um, you got into comedy. Were you like uh, funny in school? When you yeah. Were in school, you were like the yeah, class clown. Yeah. And so, um, and after that, you decide you want to keep going with that. Well, what happened because of the depression, I had was censoring myself. Oh, I see. And then I was like going to church a lot, so I really was like, and that's what brought the depression even more. It was like I was smothering who I was. Right. So that's actually was taking took me so long to develop as getting funnier to people and people going, oh, but they always thought I was funny, but they was like, man, you got, especially my family, it was like, man, you got to bring the old dog back. And I used to be like, man, I'm trying, man. It's like peeling off layers. Uh, How are you doing now as a comedian? I'm doing okay. I'm you, not making a lot of money like I want to. People think you're funny? Yeah. Oh, good. They think I'm funny. Right on. Yeah. Have you, oh, have you met Chris Rock, Chris Rock and any of those guys? Have All of them. Yeah, I met him at the comedy store when I was working there. When that guy went up and smacked Chris Rock, Will Smith? Yeah. Smack Chris. What yeah. did you think about that? Horrible. Yeah. I thought it was a horrible thing that happened to and him. And then there was one guy that was up doing jokes, and somebody went up and tried to stab him, allegedly tried to stab him. <laughs> did they? Oh, you're talking about Dave Chappelle? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody, what did you think about that? I just think, uh, you know, people been bum-rushing the stage for the longest. But, oh. but Will, Will uh, matter of fact, I remember the comedy store this Somebody ran up on the stage on Joe Rogan. He's a comic. Uh, right. But anyway, he he grabbed a person in a quick uh, arm bar, whatever, not an arm bar, but a triangle, whatever it is. Right. Uh, there's there's just like like this thing where, you know, when you're that big, that you can give the crazies a green light. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're oh, like, oh, can- he doing up. I'm running up over there to the nations. Like, no, you can't do not in the middle of punchlines. And, you know, man. Are so you that, concerned about that when nah, you're on stage? 
nah, just whatever, because what is going to happen is, like I said, I've seen it happen at the comedy store uh, uh, quite a few times. It's uh, not, I'm talking about, I've, I, littlest dude in there, I got to help bounce customers out there's trying to run up and grab it's not a yeah it's not uncommon like because being able to get somebody getting offended and running up i gotta heat this interview up so i gotta throw you on this hot seat okay and i need you to answer these questions as quickly as possible the hot seat do we need more white babies no i don't know Is the earth round or flat? Round, bro. Who is uh, your favorite comedian? Pryor. Are UFOs real? 100%. The, the bear shit in the woods? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is worse, abortion or slavery? Slavery. Does a chicken have lips? No. Who would you rather see as president? Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, Camilla Harris, or Hunter Biden? Whew. You ain't got nobody else right there, then? I'm going to have to go with Kamala on that because she ain't, she ain't had a run yet. Oh, yeah. And by Hunter Biden, he, you know, we can but definitely she's so shallow. She ain't got nothing to offer. Hey, man, you just asked him for so I just picked the best <laughs> out of the litter, dog. <laughs> Were women create, created to lead or follow? Both. To lead and follow? Yeah. Would you ever follow a woman? Yeah. You I would? just about follow my mother. Wow. So you would follow other women too? Yeah. What does it feel like following a woman? Do you feel like a beta? <laughs> Hilarious. I mean, I don't know. I, you know, I don't think it's got nothing to do with the feminine side of it. It's more of a, just a leadership quality, period. Did the cow eat the cabbage? What cow eating the cabbage? I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> Did you have fun? Hey, man, it was great. Fantastic. Thank you for coming on. Oh, you're welcome. Tell the people how to get to your YouTube channel, your comedy, yeah. and all uh, All you got to do is just go and uh, look up at Doc Willis Comedy, just like that, at Doc Willis Comedy, no punctuations or anything. And uh, I'm on the gram like that. I'm on Facebook like that. YouTube, Doc Willis, you'll see some clips Ain't got a whole bunch of them, but, you know, you'll see me on Bad Friends episode and stuff like that. Right on. Thank you, man. And thank you all for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Don't forget to like, follow, ring the bell, hit the like sign, uh, check out uh, Bond on locals.com. Hit the, uh, the little thing there, and I do appreciate it. Let me hear from you. Take care.